You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. All righty, the Golden State Warriors even up this series with a 109-104 win against the Toronto Raptors. And it was a very, very, very intriguing ball game tonight. Andre Iguodala hits the big shot, a three-pointer with 5.9 seconds to go that put the Warriors up five and eventually ended this game. It was a game the Warriors got down late in the first half. They made a nice run before half, and then in the third quarter, they took control of the game and ended up with a very gutsy win. Clay Thompson injured his hamstring in this ball game. Kevon Looney hurt his shoulder. And yet on the other side, DeMarcus Cousins, terrific in his starting uh, appearance at the five. Iguodala, very good. And a, a, an unsung hero, Quinn Cook tonight. Uh, came off the bench and gave the Warriors something. Uh, Much-needed win for the Warriors. They now come home for Wednesday's Game 3, Guru. Tied one game apiece. Yes, Donnie. I mean, they used the Warriors' Elmer glue, duct tape, everything they had in the the tackle box to get that done. But you talk about the offense and the unsung heroes. I'm looking at uh, uh, Green, Gasol, and Siakam, 63 points combined in game one. And Steiny tonight in game two, that trio had 24 points. So hats off to the Golden State Warriors uh, defense, but also DeMarcus Cousins. Steiny, who saw this coming? I didn't, and maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. They don't have Cousins. They don't win the game tonight. Easy to say that, but I'm going to. And I'm just shocked that the Warriors held on late, but I am. I am very concerned about Clay, and it sounds like a clavicle for Looney, who said he's going to try to give it the old go come game um, three. But you got to enjoy tonight, and I'm sure they will on this airplane. Well, apparently Clay said he's fine, and he's going to play in game three on Wednesday. He's told that to uh, numerous people already after the game, so that seems to be a good piece of news right off the bat. The story of game one was Pascal Siakam. Uh, he was terrific, 14 for 17. He had 32. Tonight he has 12. Five for 18 from the floor. Draymond Green wow. did a great job on him. Uh, that that was something that really shouldn't have been that difficult to predict. We knew Draymond was going to come out and try to leave an imprint on this game on the defensive end, and that's exactly what he did. Marcus Saul, not a big factor. He finishes with only six points in 32 minutes. And as good as Kawhi Leonard was, and he was good, uh, eight for 20 from the field. He only made two of nine three-pointers. Yeah. Uh, did get to the line 16 times, but you know what? Eight for 20, I think you got to take that from Kawhi Leonard. So uh, the, the Warriors, hey, they held on, and now they're coming home for two more games at uh, – at Oracle Arena, 888-957-9570 is the number. If you want to get in and talk about this one, the Warriors hold on, 109-104. Andre Guadalla, big shot with 5.9 seconds to go. Bang! I didn't have a problem with the shot. I didn't have a problem with uh, Toronto not fouling. I thought Toronto actually was doing a great job of trying to get a steal, and they were getting ready to foul. And I'll tell you what. 
one of the first things you learn in basketball when you're receiving a pass is to come meet the pass. And if I if uh, Sean Livingston doesn't come and meet that pass from Steph Curry, wow. good chance it's a turnover and Toronto's actually got a shot to win the game. 888-957-9570 is the number. Let's go to Easy B, Easy B in San Jose. That's, that is me, Easy B. So, you know, the Warriors needed a third man tonight, and they got him from Dre. Andre, you know what? The Warriors are so smart, man. They buy players. You know, they got Andre from Denver back in the day. They got who? KD from good old Seattle Seahawks, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Supersonics. And they went across over there. Okay, see. Yeah, they've they've uh, they've done a nice job. By the way, our calls sponsored by. Audi of Concord, your affordable Audi dealer. Enjoy an unparalleled shopping experience. More at AudiConcord.com. Let's that go. Was excitement, we need to, we that need was to raise the level yeah. of the calls. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Tish in Hercules. What's up, Tish? Hey, Steiny. Hey, Guru. I pleaded you guys to say, what about Bogut? I'm so glad Bogut showed up and he was productive. And, of course, DeMarcus was all over the game like he used to be back in the day. But I am so, so, so proud of Clay. Clay kept us in that game in the beginning. And I'm glad to hear, Stiney, you just reported that he says he's okay because he really kept us in the game early on. So I want to say that I hope Oracle will take the lead of the crowd in Canada and come ready to be loud because those fans were off the chain. And I hope we're not going to sit there and clap our hands politely on Wednesday. I'll be in the house. All right. There you go. All right, Tish. Tish is in the house. You're on she notice. offers a challenge to uh, Warrior fans. Get off your hands. Do you know the Warriors hadn't scored for five minutes and 39 seconds up until that Andre Iguodala uh, shot Steiny, but the Raptors, they have nobody to be mad at themselves. This felt like all heat Knicks. It was a lot of good defense, but Toronto just couldn't hit a shot. They could have been, you know, they could have got it tied or been closer, but I couldn't believe it came down to that sequence at the end. And I don't know what Steph was doing. It didn't look like that was the uh, the most polished possession, Steiny. But he did say this real quick, janky defense. What did he mean by that, Raptors? They were playing janky defense. I'm sure that's going to get a lot of run next couple of days. Well, I mean, they were just running a couple bodies at him, trying to get the ball out of his hands, just trying to speed him up a little bit. I thought they actually did. He didn't do much late in the game. I saw something I haven't. Was Quinn Cook the Warriors' leading scorer in the second half? I think he was with with uh, all what nine of his points. Big three. Uh, let's go to let's go to John in Concord. Hey, John. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing well. I man, I gotta say, I've called this show a few times and I've ripped Boogie. And man, I just want to apologize because that man he looks he's he looks like he's playing with a twenty pound weight on his on his ankles. And he's figured out how to get it done. He totally played within himself this game. And he was absolutely huge for us. And uh, what you guys were just talking about, the Raptors went to a box and one. That was what they ran the last seven minutes. As soon as Clay went out, they were running a box and one. They were running a zone. Two guys on the baseline and two guys at the top of the key. And Van Fleet was just shadowing uh, Curry. 
And I hope that Kerr recognizes that because you can just overload one side of the box in one zone, and you should be able to get wide-open shots for Quinn Cook and for Clay Thompson if they try to do that again. But, um, yeah, man, I just want to apologize to Boogie. I'd write him a poem if I could because he was amazing. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, John. It was John. good, doesn't it? Appreciate it, John. Yeah, well, uh, Boogie, you know, the re- they – when they, the ball came out of Curry's hands, a lot of times it ended up in Draymond's hands or Iguodala's hands. Clay wasn't playing at this point. He was hurt. And up until the last shot by Iguodala, they were reluctant to take the three. So, you know, they weren't as aggressive, I thought, the last five minutes as they should have been. But they got the bucket they needed from Iguodala. And that's really... That's really all that matters. And Steinis, since we're talking about cousins in the big man, it's big men. Bogut, six points in seven minutes. I mean, the tip ins. It it was a team win tonight. It always is. And you know, they just throw that out there. Tonight everybody pitched in, Steiny, at different points in the game. And for Iguodala to hit that shot, I felt like he passed up a few shots during this game. But man, how the ball will find you. And we've kind of seen him on the biggest stage answer the call. Let's go to Deshaun in Oakland. What's up, Deshaun? Hey, how you doing? Doing well, man. All right, I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple of quick comments. First of all, I was uh, coming. I was calling to comment on Clay. I know they said it was a hamstring strain. Yeah. Then again, they diagnosed KD with a hamstring strain, and we see he's mm. been out for four weeks. So I was, I was calling to get you guys' opinion on the severity of the strain and a couple shout outs. Shout out to Boogie. Shout out to uh, shout out to Bogey, and I want to shout out to Quinn Cook as well. Yeah, Quinn Cook was good tonight. Quinn Cook really helped the Warriors, I thought. And he was aggressive, right? Just taking those shots, Steiny. As for, uh, you know, Clay Thompson, he seemed to indicate that he was going to be fine come Wednesday. So uh, yeah. didn't didn't look great when it happened. But, hey, bottom line is he thinks it's nothing serious, and, and we'll find out. And if there's anybody who's – you know, he's he's probably the most resilient warrior when it comes to injuries and durability. I mean, Clay's, Clay's as solid as they come. He plays as much or more than any other player on the team. So uh, I believe him when he says it's not serious. Let's go to Robin in San Francisco. Hey, Robin. Hey, how you doing, Stamets? I just want to say that um, it was a really great win and that the Warriors really started uh, executing uh, and, uh, and, and, and that's what I like to see, execution. Not just throwing up threes, but in that third quarter, they really started executing. But um, I, I want to ask you guys this. Uh, what happened to Casal? He just seemed to, like, disappear. I mean, I mean, they left him open a couple of times. He missed the shots or whatever. But then it was like, where is he? Was he on the floor? That's all I got to say. <laughs> Bye. Well, you know. The call, Robin. The, the threes, he, he didn't seem – as comfortable taking him. He didn't seem like he wanted to take him. He missed the two he did take. And look, when the Warriors make the game a little bit faster, and they certainly did in that third quarter, their defense in the third quarter was just outstanding. I mean, it was just outstanding. And it's championship defense, plain and simple. And the guys are quicker to get out to Gasol, so they make him uh, hesitate. It's it's a split second. It can be a split second, the difference between good defense and not good defense. Yeah, I got to tell you, Stadia, I, I can't recall a stretch like that in the playoffs for the Warriors to where how they – it actually started at the end of the second half, 
and they carried it over into the third quarter. But that reminded me of Michael and Scotty's Bulls. I mean, man, they were shutting down the Raptors. And I think Gasol had something on his mind on the defensive end with Big Cuz out there that threw him off offensively. Charlie in New York. What's going on, Charlie? Hey, hey, evening, fellas. How you guys doing, man? I am gripped. I'm going to have to go for a run after I get off the phone with you guys. <laughs> um, listen, I thought the turning point, I thought the Warriors played so poorly, in the, especially the second quarter, to only be down by five points at halftime, I thought they were in okay shape. You got to tip you had to boogie. For him to play like that after playing, being out six weeks, playing – what eight minutes last uh, in game one mm-hmm. to play like that was so and book and Bogut giving seven minutes and Quinn cook. It was a total team effort. I mean, and their defense, it begins and ends with defense. I, I just, I, I am, I, I'm speechless. It's only one game. We have a long way to go, but I feel a whole lot better. You never underestimate the heart of a champion. All right, guys, I'm going to go for a run and continue listening. Thanks. All right, thanks, Charlie. Appreciate the call. Charlie Hustle. Uh, let's go to Nuke in Oakland. What's up, Nuke? What's up, Guru? Hey. Hey, yeah, so I just want to give a shout-out to Steve Kerr, man. He, that man knows what he's doing, man. Like I was saying it earlier, like, just give Boogie his time. Just let him do him. And he sure put him in. And I was just saying that they should play bogey. But I know he know how to move the pieces on the board. Like Steve Kerr and, and LeBron said it best. When you put all of those minds on the same team together, all of those great minds, that's the end result. Like I knew we could have we could have snatched game one and we snatched game we ended up snatching game two. I knew it was gonna happen. I say the Warriors gonna beat the six and six. I can already see Draymond wearing a shirt now. <laughs> all well, right you guys. Yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Nuke. Yeah, big effort. Big effort tonight from the Warriors. They got the plays they needed from some unlikely sources. I mean, Quinn Cook was good. I thought McKinney gave him a little something. I know that he he didn't shoot the three well. He missed his two threes. But DeMarcus Cousins, I mean, I'll tell you what. He played 28 minutes. That's pretty impressive. And I, I didn't – I mean, look, he was tired – uh, at 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 a few points, but man, he played through that. He, I don't think the fact that he was dead tired cost the Warriors at all. What about his pass tonight, Steiny? He made some sharp. I mean, he was lit those lead passes through a couple people through elevated doors, and Clay finished a few times, six assists and ten rebounds. I, I everybody shocked, I believe, from what they saw, it, 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 probably except Demarcus himself. Ryan in San Francisco, what's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey. Man, I love the show. Thank I want you. to make a couple points here. I think there was a play there in the second quarter where Iguodala, he passed up on a three. He passed it to Steph. I think Steph made it. But I was looking at my TV. I'm like, Iggy, you got to make that three. You got to take that three. They started off the third quarter. Iggy made a couple big plays, made a couple shots there. I mean, that was the epitome of Warrior Championship basketball there. You know, Boogie was cooking, Quinn Cook, McKinney. You know, my question to you guys is this, you know, we got some injuries that we're going to be dealing with here coming back to Oracle. I mean, would you rather be coming back down 0-2 with everyone healthy yeah. predominantly or tied 1-1 um, and dealing with these injuries now? I mean, I think Quinn Cook and McKinney are going to have to play some big minutes coming back here. Well, let's. I'll answer it this way. It's yeah. a good thing you're coming back 1-1 uh, with these injuries. No uh, doubt. Because 
you come back 0-2, and all of a sudden you you realize maybe Clay's not 100%. Who knows what the status is with Looney? Uh, Durant. When Durant's going to come back, uh, maybe he'll come back Wednesday, maybe Friday, maybe the game after that. Uh, nobody really knows. But, a lot of moving parts. Uh, the Warriors come up with a much-needed win tonight, no doubt about it. And uh, 109-104, series even at one with game three coming up. Wednesday at Oracle Arena. Let's go to JJ in San Jose. What's up, JJ? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. No uh, problem. I think tonight, yeah, tonight showed a lot of great things. You know, the the one thing that the Warriors have always, you know, that the their one the one thing that they always do that kind of just deflates us for half a second is when they do those. Long, you know, 30-yard passes. I, I I think we had, what, like three or maybe four turnovers based on those long passes. Right. If we If we just settle down, and I like I said, I know that's how we play, and it's a, it's only it only kills us for that half second. But, I mean, this, this game could have been a lot more of a blowout if we just took care of the ball a little more because, you know, I think, you know, I called back the, uh, a few weeks back. And I don't know, Guru, I don't know if you remember, I told you about that hustle and flow. And I told y'all, we play with that hustle and flow, nobody can beat us. And obviously, they needed to have that hustle today because going down 0-2, that's no fun. But we get this hustle and we get those points, we're going to win this three-peat for show. Thanks a lot, JJ. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Appreciate like the it. call. Hustle and flow. We talked about it, Stani. Yeah, I thought uh... – I thought the third quarter, obviously, was a big period of time. And, you know, the Warriors, they just did not let Toronto score. And then Toronto got a little tighter and a little tighter and a little tighter. And the next thing you know, the Warriors bumped it up to 12. And they were playing from ahead the rest of the way, which is when you're playing from ahead, you can afford to only get one bucket in the last five minutes and somehow come out with a victory. Because you're playing from ahead, and obviously your defense was doing an incredible job. So that's how the Warriors won tonight. They held on with with one big shot and some great defense. But how much can they withstand? I know it, the quest is to win a championship, and you need to win four. The first one to force 90. But I'm sorry, this one has to feel extra special. You, you're telling me Clay Thompson goes out the game. Looney goes out the game. You're already without KD. And all of a sudden, it goes back to strength and numbers. And here we are tied up 1-1. And I know, you know they're limping into game three. But damn, Stiney, I mean, perseverance at, the, at, at its finest to come away with the win. And I wonder how much of... Toronto being tight is the Warrior defense, or like Kawhi, how many? It looked like he could have got called for a few offensive fouls, Stiney. But you know, you look at his stat line and he put up some big numbers. A lot of it came from the free throw line, thirty-four points. But this has to be one of uh, a very special win for the Golden State Warriors. Rolando in Oakland, what's up, Rolando? Let's go to Rob in Oakland. What's up, Rob? How you doing? Hey, I want to get you guys thoughts, but I want Sean Livingston to come back, and I want to tell you why. Because you look at this game, how many crucial buckets he hit to his extended lead to keep the game going, rebound. He's not going to be talked about. Man, I don't think we win this game without Sean Livingston's contribution. What do you guys think? I mean, he's got a way of, of helping. You know, he's a pro. 
He'll never hurt you. Even when he doesn't play well, he's not going to hurt you with careless mistakes or with uh, not playing smart. I mean, I think he's. I think his effectiveness is definitely uh, lessened over the last year or two. This is for you and Rich, Donnie. I don't know if you know. He had one turnover, Sean Livingston, all of the Western Conference Finals, and through two games in the Finals, he has won. He's been handling that rock, and he has not been a turnover machine. Greg in San Ramon. What's up, Greg? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? I, I have three words. D. Marcus Cousins. <laughs> I like that. Or Talk that to four. me. Uh, like a free safety. He won the game for him. Thanks a lot, Greg. Appreciate the call. 888-957-9570 is the number. This is Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Realtor.com. Your home for home search. The Warriors even up the NBA Finals one game apiece. And they do it with a big shot from Andre Iguodala with 5.9 seconds to go. It gave the Warriors a five-point lead and evened up this series. Clay Thompson led the Warriors with 25 points. He was 10 for 17, 4 for 6 from three-point range. But he got hurt late in the game, hamstring injury. He says it's not serious. He expects to play Wednesday. We'll also find out about Kavon Looney. He suffered some kind of shoulder injury, and the Warriors are getting a little bit more and more banged up, but they they figured out a way to, to bring it home tonight, and now they come back to Oracle Arena where they can take control of this series. Yeah, yeah I guess the big question is, and we'll find out starting tomorrow all the way up until Wednesday, uh, the best ability, Steiny, is availability, and <laughs> we'll find out. I know Clay is all gung ho right now, but we'll see if he gives it a go. That hamstring is everything, especially on that jump shot and him playing defense. And then Kevin Durant, you know, what does this win mean for him? Can they afford? Okay, we'll try to get you back game four as opposed to being down two zero and kind of rushing them back. So we'll see how it plays out starting tomorrow. Let's go to Eric in San Ramon. What's up, Eric? Hello, fellas. Nice to speak with you. Um, I just wanted to comment, and I want a fan to ensure that, that they should appreciate the Warriors the way they play. They pulled off a, a miracle, what they did with, with all the injuries. I think they, they won the battle, but they lost the war. I believe the finals is over, but fans should appreciate the effort they put forth tonight. Why do you think it's over? Oh, wow. so many injuries. I mean, even with KD, Toronto might, may have been favored. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's over, but it, what a great fight they put up. Well, I, <laughs> a little premature. Thanks a lot, Eric. I mean, wow. uh, geez. Uh, <laughs> the sun comes out tomorrow. I mean, Eric. Tomorrow. Wow. Eric, this is their <laughs> fifth straight finals appearance. They've taken home court away from the Raptors. It's now 1-1. Kevin Durant may be on his way back. Clay Thompson said the hamstring feels pretty good. He expects to play Wednesday. DeMarcus Cousins just contributed to a win on the road in the NBA Finals. I mean, yeah, they're done. Warriors are done. They're out. I mean, that come guy on was, now. Whoa. I bet you Eric has left a few Warrior games early if he goes to Warrior games. Come on, Eric. Yeah. yeah. Eddie in Oakland. What's up, Eddie? Hey, how you guys doing? Enjoying the show? Thank you. And, I mean, it was a big win for the Warriors tonight. But I'm really disappointed in Clay Thompson hurting himself 
trying to draw a foul. Because if he would have took the jump start as normal without spreading his legs, we wouldn't be talking about this injury. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. Battle, though. You're right. He tried to draw a foul, and he paid the price for it. But the Warriors end up winning the game, and maybe he didn't hurt himself too seriously. That remains to be seen. But, look, Clay's not the only guy guilty of trying to draw fouls on three-point shots. Curry's been doing it. We know James Harden does it. It's becoming – we saw Kawhi do it, uh, try to do it a few times. So it's it's part of everybody's offensive game at this point. Harden has try, it mastered. Is to try to lean in and draw a foul uh, on, on a three-point shot, whether you're spreading your legs or you're leaning in or whatever you're trying to do. But uh, a bunch of people, a bunch of players are doing that now. Now, I know you are sometimey when it comes to plus-minus. Kawhi had 34 points on any stage. 34 points is a great game, but he was a minus 14 when I give you those numbers, how do you compute that from what you saw from Kawhi tonight where he had the 34 points but a minus 14? Well, I mean, how did Quinn Cook play tonight? Well, he hit some big shots. And he played were, good. And they were and he was a team high minus 7. Okay. Well, now, I'm not comparing <laughs> Quinn Cook to Kawhi Leonard. I'm but just I saying But I get where you're going. I'm a lot of times screen. a lot of times a guy you know, Quinn Cook doesn't make shots. That that group with him on the floor maybe ends up being a minus twelve or thirteen, but because he played so well, it's only a minus seven. Those points, real or imagined, are just as important as the points that go up on the board. All right, this is the Warriors wrap up presented by Realtor dot com, your home for home search. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls and we'll head to Toronto talk to JD. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors 109, Raptors 104. Series now one game apiece. Coming back to Oakland on Wednesday. 6 o'clock tip-off. And it looks like Clay Thompson should be playing, at least what he said afterwards. Uh, he hurt himself, his hamstring, uh, late in the ball game, But he said he expects to play on Wednesday already. And then we wait on Kevon Looney. Let's head to uh, Toronto where our man J.D. is. J.D., uh, how's it going? What would you think of the ball game? And if there's any updates on any of the walking wounded Warriors, go ahead and give it to us. Yeah, I mean, just what an incredible game. I mean, the Warriors you know, flipped this game late second quarter when, when I remember texting you thinking, you know, they're, they're in a real danger zone uh, of the game. And, and right then they finish – uh, the half strong, and then they come out and just put it on Toronto in that third quarter and and just flip the game, flip the entire momentum of the series, save for uh, all of the injuries that the that the Warriors are you know currently dealing with. Uh, and you know Clay Thompson confident that he'll be able to go, uh, tweak the hamstring there. Uh, Stephen Curry didn't really say what was bothering him during the game uh, as far as this illness or dehydration, as, as Steve Kerr called it. Uh, but uh, he felt a lot better after he got back from the locker room. Obviously, he played, so he's he's good to go. He said he'll have a couple of days to recover and, and, and be fine. Uh, Kevon Looney seems to be you know the, the scenario that's 
maybe the most problematic for the Warriors uh, when, when you look at, at his injury and he didn't come back into the game. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see on, on Kevon Looney. Uh, and then, uh, my goodness, who am I forgetting at this point? You already had Durant out, right? Uh, and DeMarcus Cousins said he felt great. Uh, he'd, he'd play eight minutes or 40 minutes. He just wants to help uh, the, the team win. So he came out of everything, uh, you know, not knowing really where he's at percentage-wise, but confident uh, that he'll be able to, to contribute uh, moving forward as well. So uh, Iguodala, oh, well, Iguodala hit the biggest shot of the game in the final couple of seconds. So he also returned uh, and, you know, a couple of days to, to rest up for Iguodala. And he'll be good. I mean, he'll be good to go because the Warriors don't have a choice but for him to be good to go. They didn't have a choice but for him to be good to go uh, in the ball game tonight. Uh, and, of course, I, just to go back to Looney with that, that chest injury, I mean, that's something that's going to have to be monitored, I would imagine, uh, here within the next couple of days. It sounds like he's his is the most concerning, though, of all of them. Uh, obviously, maybe minus Durant, who's, uh, you know, it's going to be iffy if he plays in game three to begin with. J.D., I'm, I'm feeling some type of way, in a good way. I mean, tonight's ball game to me, was the essence of sports. You know, you never know what you're going to see and whose number is called and who answers the bell. And I'm going to DeMarcus Cousins, 28 points. He gave him a physical presence, uh, 10 rebounds, six assists, and some of the passes were just beauties to where you saw a cut in uh, Clay Thompson or Steph Curry. Talk about and how surprised are you from what you saw on DeMarcus Cousins' game tonight? I'm not surprised one bit. I, I said before game one, I thought Steve Kerr should start him. Uh, I, I thought, you know, the, the two bigs every time I was asked, and I think I was on you know, every single show Wednesday and most shows Thursday and a couple of shows Friday, uh, and every time I was asked about the bigs, I said play Cousins and play Bogut. Those are the two guys that I would play. The, the Raptors play a, a, a traditional big man. They play Marcus All. Uh, and, and so you need to match that. You, you don't match that with Jordan Bell. You don't match that with Kevon Looney. You need to play a big. And, and, and look, you know, is Cousins a perfect player at this stage? Uh, no, definitely not. He's, he's a little bit hobbled. Conditioning isn't great. Uh, but I'll tell you, he defended Marcus Gasol the first couple of possessions. You know, he, he defended Marcus Gasol in the first 15 seconds more strenuously than Jordan Bell did at any point he was on the floor Thursday night. So it's like at some point, you know, I think you have to stop overthinking it and 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 just play the guy that has a little bit of name value. And I think Steve Kerr finally did that after Cousins proved that, you know, to him in game one that that, that it, you know, wasn't going to be, you know, a complete disaster for him. So uh, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, Cousins is skilled. Uh, again, and I said this coming into the series, think of him more like a role player as opposed to uh, a former all-star, you know, or, or a guy that, you know, is trying to get himself a, a max contract eventually at some point again in his career. As, as a role player, he's a hell of a lot better than mm. a, a lot of other options out there, even though he certainly isn't a, a perfect player. And, and they needed him tonight. They needed the playmaking. They needed... Uh, you know, the, the, they needed some of the competitive spirit that I think DeMarcus Cousins has is somebody that's, you know, worked his whole career and, you know, to try and get in a position like this and, and for the most part played on, uh, you know, a bunch of crap teams where, where it was deemed that he was the problem. Let's uh, let's take a call or two. Let's go to Harish in Pleasanton. How you doing, Harish? Hey, guys. We're doing great. Uh, we were at the Oakland Arena Uh a few, uh, few minutes ago, watching the game, uh, we were on our toes the last few minutes. 
it was really awesome to see the Warriors win in spite of all the things that were happening over the course of the game. You know, halfway through the second quarter, we were just shocked to see what was going on. You know, they were down by 12 points. They came back. It was fantastic. You know, we were just cheering for the Warriors. It was, it was nothing awesome than seeing the team come together and win. Hopefully these guys will bounce back soon, and we should see them all in uh, game three or four. Thanks a lot, Harris. Appreciate the call. Yeah, what I saw out there was I saw championship defense. And, I mean, Toronto obviously didn't make shots. They shot 37%. Uh, we saw them bogged down at times against Milwaukee. So it's not crazy that they were to bog down a little bit against the Warriors. But that's one of those games where I don't really look at it as, boy, Toronto, they blew an opportunity. I look at it as they, they they should have been up more at the end of the first half, but kind of that's what champions do, end the quarter or end the half well. And then, look, the third quarter, they just they put the clamps on them for six minutes, and they they – they couldn't score, plain and simple, J.D. Yeah, and, and they put the clamps on them. And, and I think the, the key to the whole thing was, was look, the Warriors were going to make a run, and the Warriors at some point were going to play better. But for the Warriors to take a 12-point deficit and turn it into a 13-point lead, you know, it wasn't as if the Warriors went on their run and they got up four, and then the ra- and then they played even for you know good uh, a good stretch, and then you know the game finished as the game finished. The Warriors pushed it up to 13, and pushing it up to 13 allowed them a cushion to where when they had to go to that bench unit, you know, Quinn Cook could take some comfortable shots, you know, without the stress of having to knock one down. Alfonso McKinney could, you know, could come in and play a little bit more freely. DeMarcus Cousins, you know, getting the lead built up and, and, and flipping the game so dramatically is the reason they won. If they wind up only ahead three, four, five points coming out of that, coming out of that run, they may wind up losing this game uh, at the end when the Raptors wind up going on their run. Uh, and if that had been the case, and we're having a whole different conversation, uh, the Warriors would be in major trouble considering you know some of the injury concerns, obviously, that they have. More coming out of this game than they had even coming into this game. So as it turns out, uh, we may look back on this, and I'm, I'm not being overdramatic. I'm not saying the series is over by any stretch of the imagination, so don't come down my road when I say this. But I do think we may look back and the Warriors will have won this series at the end of the second quarter and the beginning of the third quarter in this ball game tonight. J.D., what are you making of this storyline that I see developing between Nurse and Curry? Curry told Doris Burke uh, in his postgame presser that they were playing some jakey defense where the Raptors shut down the Warriors' offense for five and a half minutes of the fourth up into that Iguodala shot, and then Nurse coming back saying Curry almost threw the ball away you know, on that last possession. Did you find that odd defense? And if so, no. if I'm Toronto, I'm, you're going to see it Wednesday night, Steph. Well, no, I look. I don't. I, I don't know what you know. I don't know if Curry was serious or, or just kind of having fun with it. <laughs> or I, I really don't know because I didn't see it. So I, I don't. And it honestly wasn't addressed in the, in the post game press conference. What what he had said in the in the post game interview. Although there were a number of questions uh, about you know. Curry saying it was disrespectful, and yeah, Nick Nurse did explain that they wanted to foul. He did say they wanted to foul under 28 seconds. He wants to foul in that situation, 
but the the Warriors put the ball, uh, you know, they they were also trying to trap. So the the, the ball got in the hands and of of players where they also were trying to force a, a turnover, uh, and and it never really got to guys that they you know wanted to lay a foul on. Uh, and, and so they they got the ball out of Curry's hands, and yeah, Kawhi Leonard damn near you know picked it off with a chance to to go down and tie the game or win the game. Uh, the reality is, and Nick Nurse said this, you li- he'll live with Iguodala taking that shot with so much time left in the clock. I mean, it wasn't disrespectful; it was how you play the game. I, I actually thought the Raptors played it out perfectly. I, I wouldn't have fouled in that situation. Steiny, we've had this conversation a lot. I I've, I always believe that that teams don't quite know how to react when there's that little of a differential on the clock and, and they almost always just can't have a natural possession. They, they almost, they, they, they get themselves into trapping, you know, situations where they get trapped and it makes it easy or they turn it over or they take a shot with too much time left because you're just not used to running it down in a two point game. Uh, you're not used to running it all the way down to one and then just throwing it up. It's, it's unnatural. So the defensive team almost always, in my opinion, gets, they get the benefit of, of just an awkward as heck position, possession from the offense, and it, that's exactly how it played out. So I actually thought, even though Nick Nurse said they were trying to foul, they played it right, and then it winds up in Iguodala's hands. And if you're the Raptors, you live with Iguodala shooting it. Now it was wide open, and we've seen Iguodala make that shot a lot. But do you want Iguodala making that shot? Or do you want Stephen Curry, you know, getting fouled? Or do you want Stephen Curry taking a three? Or do you want Draymond Green throwing it to somebody for a dunk? I mean, I, it, it wasn't disrespectful at all. It was it was basketball. So I don't know what that was, was all about. Mm. And, and I think the Raptors do know that, that Iguodala certainly is capable of making that shot. But it's at that point, that's, you know, you got to dare somebody to beat you. And they dared Iguodala to beat him. And you tip your cap, you live with it, and he got beat. All right, J.D., when we come back, I understand we'll have an update on Kavon Looney. We'll get to that uh, right after we get back. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Warriors Wrap-Up continues on 95.7 The Game. Matt Stein, Matt Stahl, the Guru Johnson with you. John Dickinson in Toronto. Warriors wrap-up presented by Realtor.com. Your home for home search. Warriors win 109-104. J.D., uh, you got a little bit of news on Kevon Looney? We got J.D.? No J.D. right now? Oh, we lost him. Okay. Uh, Let's go to Fred in Richmond. Hey, Fred. Fred in Richmond. How you doing, Fred? Hey, how y'all doing, man? Thanks for having me on. Sure. All right, man. You know, I'm just a, a Warrior fan. I'm proud of the, the victory tonight, man. I've been uh, really having, having giving shots out to Quinn Cook, man. I'm so proud of him tonight, man. He stepped up. You know what I mean? He is a solid young young guy on the team, man. He he. He's finally getting to feel that experience of getting some run. He's hey, Fred. Play went down. Hey, Fred, were you the guy who called in before the series and said you thought he might be able to help? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, That's what I thought. Good That's what I thought, Fred. Good call, <laughs> man. Good call. Uh, definitely a good call, Fred. You're, you get, you'll, wow. you'll be put at the top of the line on tomorrow's show. 
Uh, J.D., you got an update on Kavon Looney for us. Yeah, Kavon Looney, the, the left chest contusion. Uh, x-rays on Looney's chest came back clean, so there's nothing broken there. Uh, and, again, anytime you're talking about the chest, you're, you're really talking, I think, more about maybe the ribs. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, I think Looney told uh, our guy Mark Medina downstairs uh, that, that, you know, the plan is for him to play. So uh, we'll, I'll relay that information from Mark in addition to uh, what the Warriors put out as far as the, the x-rays uh, being clean for Looney uh, and, and what he's dealing with there. And I'll apologize to you guys. I uh, I sat up. You know, Stiney, sometimes you get, a little, you get a little fidgety in the chair. I got a little fidgety in the chair here, and I actually unplugged myself. Uh, I like ripped the ripped the line right out of the right out of the, the device we forget that you, I was JD. using here. So I apo- well, apologies for not being there when you went to me. Well, important uh, JD. important thing is you're back and you were able to uh, give us that update. Hey, let's wrap up with the calls. Let's go uh, to Ben in Berkeley. Finish us up, Ben. Hey guys, how's it going? Going well. Hyped after that game. Uh, it was also great to hear um, um, Guru's. Uh, chewable erectile dysfunction ad right before this. I'm really, really excited to talk to you guys after that. Um, wanted to find out what you thought about, um, you know, with all these injuries from this game, uh, with Kevon Looney, with Clay, how do you think that's going to affect Kerr's decision-making uh, about KD for game three? Obviously, the trainers are going to have their thoughts. KD is probably going to want to play if he's cleared. But what do you think that's going to do to Kerr's decision-making uh, for KD in Game Three. Thanks for the call, Ben. You know what? I actually don't think I'm with you. it'll affect Durant playing or not, because it sounds to me like Clay may be fine, JD, and it sounds to me, uh, I, Looney, I, I have no idea. But now I'd be surprised if if Durant plays on Wednesday. Yeah, I actually think the Warriors winning this game makes it less likely that Durant plays on Wednesday just based on, you know, the fact that he'll only have the one practice. I still think it's been leaning more toward game four and has been really for the past week, maybe week and a half. He gets that practice in. You see how he feels. You hold him out the one extra day that, you know, the Warriors typically hold a guy out. I know it's game three of the finals, but you, and then you get him another practice Thursday and then you see where you're at and get them out on the on the floor on on Friday uh, in Game Four. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I think it's it's likely he winds up not playing on Wednesday. All right, that's basically going to do it. But I have to bring this up. Apparently, Draymond had a quote after the game that said, "The way Sean Livingston met that pass, that's something the yeah. press won't write about." Guru, why don't wow. you tell JD what I said in the opening? Uh, my opening remarks today. I said they teach you to come meet the past. And had he not done school. that, JD well, Kawhi would have been going the other way. He looked like Lester Hayes trying to get that ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. He and yeah, he said he turned into Calvin Johnson was what Draymond said, and 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 he also yeah, okay. said that Draymond. Or that Durant and Livingston. I know you got to get out, Steiny. That Durant and Livingston uh, typically are not good at coming back to the to the pass. But he made that a hell of a big. play, turned himself into Calvin Johnson on that one. All righty, that's where we're going to leave it. One hundred nine, one hundred four. Warriors even up the series one game apiece. That's going to do it for the Warriors wrap up presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Thanks for listening, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.